What are some good side gigs to go along with your freelance writing gig? That's what we're talking about today. You're listening to Copy Chatter, the podcast where we talk about all things writing business. We're having a conversation here about freelance writing and freelance writers, and you are invited. Let's chat about business, marketing, dealing with clients, mindset issues, copy tips, and rolling with the changes. We'll also delve into what's going on with this particular writer as I grow and build my own business. Ready to talk shop? It's time for some copy chatter. So a while ago, I did an episode on something pretty similar to this topic, and it was about things that you can offer in addition to your freelance writing services. That's kind of basically what we're talking about today as well. Um, I had this idea of what are some side gigs that go with freelance writing? And, you know, then I sat down to think about it. And it was like, there's really not because when you're a freelance writer, a lot of what you do requires you to sit in your chair and do your thing. You know, it's not like you can be a dog walker while you're working on your writing business. It's not like you can drive for Uber, you know, <laughs> and and have your, you know, be working on something on your phone or something. I don't know. So um, switching gears, these are some things you can also do as a freelance writer, um, services that complement writing pretty well. And you can whip them out and really impress your clients. You can become a double threat or a triple threat. And that is a good thing, not a bad thing. You just have to be careful about how you position yourself. You know, pick one and lead with that, generally speaking. Um, I see that working the best. It's not the only way to do things. I mean, you can market yourself as a triple threat, and that's cool. Um, but at least in the beginning, it's it's a lot less uh, comp- complicated. It's less complex if you lead with one. And then while you are talking with your client or your prospective client, you can say, oh, yeah, I can do the design. I can do the whatever. So um, before, okay, I'm starting to get ahead of myself. Let me back up. Things that you can offer in addition to your um, freelance writing. These are, you know, like side gigs that make sense for writers that you may find are valuable things to have in your toolbox. And now I'm not saying go out and learn the stuff you need to learn this stuff. I'm saying if you already know this stuff, um, if this is something you find yourself sort of gravitating toward, if you are absorbing a lot of things in this general direction, that can be a good thing. Capitalize on it. Okay, so let's get into this list. The first list, and this may be the most common, is um, is editing. You can offer writing and editing services. And editing can be anything from, I'll edit your book, to like proofreading, what most of us call proofreading, which is actually light copy editing. Um, and then you can offer more formal, traditional copy editing services, Um And you can get all the way into like developmental editing, which is where you take an entire book and chop it up. So here's how I think of it. The the problem is that there is no one standard definition of the different types of editing. Um, But generally speaking, very generally, um, proofreading, what we call proofreading is is like copy editing. Um, actual proofreading is when you get the galley proofs in your hand. It's the very f- last thing that happens before publication. And this is when you are removing like a comma, an apostrophe. This word needs to be hyphenated. You know, it's like the very last thing. This, um, 
uh, number is transposed, right? You're checking the galley proofs. It's papers in your hand before they get published. That's actually what proofreading is. Copy editing and line editing. These two things are often um, used interchangeably. Some people think they're the same. Some people make distinctions. Um, some people will say, so there's a light copy editing, which is what most people mean when they say proofreading, which is like you go through, you fix any grammar mistakes, you fix any word usage, maybe you um, make all the verbs parallel and stuff like that. Um, and then regular copy editing is when you're looking at things like word choice and um, you are looking for ways to make things more concise. You know, you're tightening it up. You are checking for consistency. Um, some people will say that that's line editing. That copy editing is like a really in-depth grammar fine-tune and language fine-tune. Whereas line editing is like you need to improve this paragraph. You need to split this out, you know, make this two paragraphs and develop the second one. Um, this, these few pages um, feel inconsistent with the rest of the manuscript, you know, whatever. Like this scene needs work. Um, the way that this character's dialogue is coming out feels inconsistent with this character's voice. Um, you know, I don't, I don't think you should use this word. I think you should use that word. I think it's more consistent with your branding. You know, you have a very light and fluffy brand and this report feels very heady and academic. So I'm going to make changes accordingly, right? That might be considered line editing or copy editing. Um, I use copy editing to include what some people would differentiate as line editing. Um, sub substantive editing is when like you jump into a manuscript, you like whether you actually do this or you just do it on digitally you it's like you take all the papers and you lay them on the floor and you put them in the correct order and then you like smoothen the whole thing you make sure everything is in there that needs to be in there and you take out things that don't need to be in there and you find major chunks that need reworking and stuff that's more developmental editing so all the different levels of editing are a natural um lead-in for uh, writers, a lot of folks get, you know, they fancy themselves an editor because they can spot the grammar mistakes. Um, so it does go hand in hand pretty nicely with freelance writing. I found because I was an editor for a number of years, um, it is way harder for me to make money as an editor than as a writer because editing, it's, it's hard to do much editing um, unless you get into traditional publishing and even there it's tough. Um, it's very much you're exchanging time for money. Um, whereas with writing, you can do a lot more, especially co like copywriting, anything that touches a sale, you can, you can do a lot more value-based pricing. And so you're able to, to leverage your butt in seat hours, as they say, a lot more effectively. Um, but writing and editing is, you know, I know that I have landed gigs, on both the writing and the editing side, because I said I did both and I had a lot of experience and a degree in both. Um, so, so that's the first one. The next one that goes really well with copy is web design or web development. So web development is like you build a website. Design is like you make the website pretty and make it make sense. Um, designing and developing are, are different things, but there are a lot of hybrid designer developers out there. Um, developing is more about coding. Design is more about 
the artistry. Um, both of them are about user experience and logical, um, like structural setup. Anyway, so you can like, if you can write, if you can build and write a website that looks awesome and is great for your, um, clients traffic, you're a double threat and that's pretty cool. Another one is content strategy. Really any kind of strategy goes, goes somewhat well with writing where you can, you can lead with the strategy and then offer to do the, you know, offer to implement the strategy that you develop. I think it was a conversation I had with someone about content strategy that sparked this idea. I don't remember the timeline that might've been after. Anyway, strategy is like, here's what you should be doing. And then implementation is I will do it for you. Um, and there is a difference. These are two distinct roles. A lot of service providers will do both of them. Um, but there are also a lot of service providers who will do one or the other. Um, blog management is another one. You can write for somebody for a while and then all of a sudden they need someone to manage their contributors or to take over the blog so they can do other stuff. You can get into blog management. I did that for a number of years. It was a lot of fun. A lot of moving parts. It was a lot of fun though. Um, as a writer, you can do SEO as a specialization possibly, or as an additional service. So SEO is, um, uh, not the same thing as writing. And if you are doing any kind of keyword research or SEO strategy as part of your writing, your writing should be more expensive or you need to be compensated for the SEO piece. So those, those two go together pretty well. They play nicely. You can be a blogger or um, an entrepreneur's VA. That's a virtual assistant if you're not familiar with the lingo yet. So you can be a virtual assistant for a blogger or for an entrepreneur who has a lot of copy or a lot of content out there. That can be a really nice um, opportunity for you to learn a lot more about the digital marketing scene. Um, and the more you're able to do that, the more you will deeply, deeply understand content strategy, as well as funnel strategy, whether they call it that or not, it's all funnel strategy, um, as well as how to run a business, you know, how to run this type of business, you'll learn so much about digital marketing. Um, if you take on more of a, a marketing assistant and content creation type of role. So that's um, doing a little bit of VA work can actually be really, really helpful for you. It's not going to be as well paid, most likely. Um, it can be consistent and it, it can uh, be some excellent, excellent on the job training. Um, social media marketing is another one. So you can you can write the content and then you can post it right? You can do the scheduling. You can, maybe you roll the strategy into it. Maybe you can create all the graphics, um, for either for your social media or in general, you know, writing and graphic design, those also go well together. Um, uh, let's see audits. So an audit is when you'll need some experience under your belt. Audits are kind of like editing meets strategy. So editing takes kind of a critical eye to what is written and an audit is evaluating what is written with the intent to um, find places for improvement. So, so editing we think of more as like fixing this little thing and fixing that little thing. An audit looks at the whole picture, including statistics, you know, any data that's available and says, okay, well, this needs a new headline. Um, the body copy is not making sense. 
let's see, um, you know, if you're targeting women 45 to 55, um, what you've written in here is all about like your college days, which they're not really going to relate to. So we need to work on the positioning or we need to work on the messaging. Maybe you're editing an email sequence and you find that um, the first half of the sequence performs fairly well. Um, and then the second half completely tanks. Okay, well, let's look into why and then let's make some suggestions for improvement. I really like doing audits, but again, you need to have a good understanding of um, how these things all work before you can do that. You can also do things like, um, like audit a blog. You know, why people are landing on my site, why are they not opting in? If you know about what makes a working blog, um, you know, a, a blog work well to get people onto an email list, you can do an audit and say, well, you need this on your homepage and you need this and this pop-up is terrible. Try it this way. And you need content upgrades and, you know, how's your Pinterest, right? That's an audit. Um, let's see. You can offer specific digital marketing services. Like I do copy and Facebook ads or, I do, I do Pinterest ads and blog content, right? Those go really well together. Um, you can do offer creation or offer strategy, and then you can write everything. You know, you can, you can design the funnel, uh, meaning like you can not design it, like build the pages, but you, you can, um, map out the funnel, plan the funnel, all the offers and stuff that are going to go into it. And then you can, as the writer, you can create all the stuff. So like you can, you can make the course and the offer bump and you can write the sales page and you can write the emails that go with it, right? You can do all that stuff if you're good at offer creation. Um, funnel building also kind of goes hand in hand with that. So there are a lot of people who can do the funnel build and who can do the copy, but feel a little nervous about offer creation um, strategy because the offer, offer strategy is um, it's, it's kind of high pressure. It's, you know, you got to get the offer, right? <laughs> um, a great offer is going to sell, even if the copy is mediocre and the design is like, right. Um, as long as the offer is good and you put it in front of the right audience. Um, so if you are interested in offer creation, you can get into funnel building. Um, and that will teach you a lot about different types of funnels. You can get all kinds of great ideas. You can see, you know, what works and what doesn't and all of that. Okay, another thing that can go well with um, with the um, being the writer is shifting into more of a project manager role, which is not dissimilar to being like a social media marketing manager or a content strategy and delivery type thing. Um, being a blogger VA might look like a project management type role. Um, building a funnel might look a bit like project management if you are wrangling the copy plus the design plus the, you know, we need this video and, and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, so project management can be a nice lead in. Um, and a lot of people really like that. It really um, stretches. And when you're the project manager, you are not making strategic decisions, you are taking all the strategic decisions that have already been made, and you're making sure that they get done. So it can be a nice um, step to take to learn more about this landscape that we're in, if you want to get further embedded in it.
And then the other thing you can do is be the tech VA. So this is like, I wrote these blogs and I can, I can publish them for you. I wrote these emails, I can set them up for you. I can connect them to the lead magnet, you know, the free ebook that I also wrote. I can, I can get everything connected so that, you know, by X day deadline, it's all working, right? So that's the tech VA. You're not necessarily built. Maybe you're building the landing page in an email service provider, but maybe not. So you're doing all the tech hookups in addition to writing the copy and maybe doing the page design. Um, and that makes you a triple threat as well, right? Okay, cool. So the idea is to take what you have and then find little ways to leverage it. Um, you will you'll begin to pick up stuff along the way. There are many, many people who just burrow down into the writing and they do very well for themselves. And then there are people like me who burrow down into the writing and then get distracted <laughs> and decide that this whole digital marketing funnels and offers and audience insights and SEO and like all that stuff is like really kind of cool. And I want to do more of like all of it. Um, and so... Uh, so then we begin to to branch out. There is no wrong way, but if you are someone who wants to have a, a more broad experience beyond just the writing and to have kind of a, a broader foundation of this whole world that we're operating in, then some of these side gigs may benefit you. So let me know what you think. Um, come join us in the Facebook group. It's a free Facebook group. You can go to theinkwellguild.com to join, or you can search for the Inkwell Guild with Ashley Gaynor on Facebook. And let me know what you thought of this episode. Okay? Okay. See you next week. A funny thing happened the other day. I realized that many of my podcast listeners don't know about Clips Camp. So now I'm going to tell you about it. Clips Camp is a three-week course for new and advanced new <laughs> freelance writers who want to get started with high paid client work. If you are on Upwork and miserable, if you're on Fiverr and miserable, or if you haven't even done anything to get started and you don't know what the first step is, Clips Camp is for you. I'm teaching you how to put together a solid portfolio of writing samples that position you as the kind of awesome writer that awesome clients want to hire. So if you want in on that or you just want more information, go to clipscamp.com and I will see you on the inside.